just met this guy, and he's already straight into the fighting chat. I'm a scouser. We don't get knocked out. All right. How are you guys going? All right. Um, welcome back to Hayden Brown Podcast. It's been a great week. I'm feeling really, really good today. Um, just booked my holiday. Going to America for the first time and looking forward to it because... So basically, I got it real cheap. The reason I got it real cheap is because I booked it on the 1st of January. And people say, well, hey man, what are you going to do for New Year's? You're going to be fucked and how are you going to get to your plane and all that? But it's like in the afternoon here in New Zealand and I'm not going to have a massive one because I'm going to be like looking forward to this trip. I've got a whole month off work. Going to go over to Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, see my sister who lives over there. So I booked it all today, booked all the flights. I've got like about eight fucking flights going all over America, Hawaii. So basically the first flight goes on the 1st of January from Auckland, Fiji, stopover in Fiji, Hawaii, stopover in Hawaii for like seven hours then to LA and arrive in LA like in the afternoon but still on the 1st of January so it's kind of fucked like all that travel but then still on the 1st of January have about four days in LA I've never been to the States before LA there's so much to see in the States like every place has got something so four days there and then I'll go to from LA to Dominican Republic stay with them for about 10 days from Dominican Republic to Miami stay there for a couple of days Miami to Vegas and then I'm going to do some kind of road trip in Vegas for a couple of weeks and drive around America I want to go to some of those hick town places like we haven't seen you around here boy uh yeah because I've never been here before you know, um, <laughs> I want to see like the fucking hicks now. You want some fucking crab shot? Uh, what's it called? Crawfish. Y'all want some crawfish? I'm trying to do accents this week as well. Because I can do American like, like New Yorker. I'm talking here. I, no, I'm walking here. I'm walking. I'm walking here. Christopher walking. I'm walking here. Y'all want some crab fish? I want to meet all those kind of dudes and travel around. I also got to give a shout out actually because those uh, fucking good good dudes. Um, the refinery fucking go there for kickboxing and shit. They're into their surf and they're good dudes. Fangaroa, the refinery. All right, so in sports this week, uh, Rugby League World Cup had the Battle of the Usos, uh, Tonga versus Samoa. Who's got the worst haircuts, basically? Who's got the worst hairdressers battle? And... Um, Samoa came out on top actually just one 20 to 18 so I'm I'm in Auckland which is basically the hub of I think it's got the most Samoan or Tongan population outside of 
their countries. Um, so there's just flags everywhere. Just people in cars with flags everywhere, which is cool. They're passionate supporters. And, um, yeah, it's just it's also a crack-up as well because <laughs> you see the Tongans and the Samoans and, and they don't like each other, but it's all been good. It's been good. There hasn't been much... Uh, there hasn't been any fights and stuff so it's all been good it's good to see the passion and the supporters so where i work when i finish work i go if i go to ckb uh city kickboxing i drive basically down the the flag highway so i'm coming from manukau you go straight down great south road through pam papatoe odahu uh pamua and 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 further on but once you get to Pamua that's pretty much the end of it but you just see so many um, flags and when it was Guy Fawkes night so they have two flags in the front so the driver will have a, f- a flag the passenger will have a flag and you've got two kids in the back they'll have a flag and plus they'll have the, the Guy Fawkes <laughs> shooting out of the cars which is crack up and then um, it's like nah it's not enough flags man we need some more. And then they'll put the flags over the bonnet. Nah, it's not enough, man. Oi. Oos. Go down to the uh, gas station and get one of those trailers. Hire one of those trailers and then cover that shit in flags. And uh, <laughs> there's just so many flags, man. But I love it, eh? I love the passion. I love seeing all the flags. And... Um, it's been so much better this World Cup with these Islander teams. Um, Fiji nearly beat New Zealand. Papua New Guinea nearly beat Tonga. Samoa beat Tonga, which uh, a couple of years ago uh, Tonga would have absolutely smashed Samoa. I think they did. But Eng- England, they got England next, which will be a hard game. I don't think they they played England already and got absolutely smashed. But I don't think it'll be the same score. It's going to be a diff. It's definitely going to be a hard game for Samoa, um, and also the Kiwis. We've got Aussie in the semi-final. So the winner of that, so the winner of those two games, goes on to the final. What's crack up about the whole thing is the organisers for the World Cup tournament before the last game. They'd already pre-booked Samoa's flights home. Which I think is fucking stupid to to do all this. Like apparently they've got to do it late so it doesn't cost as much. Which it should be booked into the plan. You shouldn't be going. Oh, we expect these people to go home like that. The other thing is they've booked the Kiwis flight to go home straight after our game, which is on Sunday morning against Australia. I think they've they've already pre-booked our tickets to go home the day after we that game, which is like that's a slap in the face. <laughs> A slap in a face, and and you can, and it also makes you go better. But I mean, you look at the Aussie backline, man. Like Latrell Mitchell is a superstar. Uh, you need at least two people to take him. I, I know Joey Mano is good, but Latrell is probably going to be in the centres. So that's going to be a big danger for us Kiwis. And then you've got like Teddy. Travoyevich, like you've basically got, and, and they all play for New South Wales, so you've basically got all the best three there in the world just in that back line. 
But it should be a good game. I'm looking forward to the fucking games this week and looking forward to some more. If someone wins, that'll be fucking awesome. I'm, I'll go out. I'll put a Samoan flag on my car. Drive it around. I saw one the other day. It had the, all the speakers on the front. Like the whole grill was taken out. Whole grill was um, changed to like speakers. Like, uh, you know how they do the speakers? Like, they... Um, it's all about the treble. So it's it's mainly like Venga Boys and fucking Celine Dion. They're just pumping that shit because of all the treble. Venga Boys actually come back to Auckland. So I wonder how many of them are going to that. Because they'll be pumped as fuck. Because they listen to that shit every weekend. Um, and then you've got the flags. You've got 16 flags. You've got the speakers in the front. 16 flags. All the fireworks coming out the side. Get a couple of kids in the back. Give them some more fireworks. Get a couple more flags. We need more flags and more kids. We'll pick up some on the way. You know? It's only the 3rd of November. Fireworks is... We can still buy some. We can still get some kids on the street somewhere. Get them a hold flags. Chuck them in the back of the car. We'll get them as the bongo. UFC 281 is on this weekend. And City Kickboxing... Five guys have gone over there. Um, I train at City Kickboxing. Obviously, I'm not training with these guys because I'm shit. Well, I'm not shit. I'm actually all right, to be honest. Probably one of the best kickboxers in how it... Uh, I wouldn't say one of the best kickboxers in how it. There's a kickboxing gym down my street, so... Uh, further down the street so I'd say I'm probably one of the best kickboxers on my street now and they got my guy Izzy um legend fucking love the dude he is he win, I think he's gonna win this they all look pretty focused and it's good to see I think Izzy looks really really focused I haven't seen him in the gym because I've seen like Kai Kara France, I've seen Carlos a couple of times. I haven't seen Brad or Dan. I've seen Shane I see Shane now and then, but they're all good dudes, eh? And then these these uh these people come out there's so many haters of Izzy, which I fucking hate. Because they always come out and try and paint this paint this I'm sounding like Bapa. I'm sounding like fucking Brennan Shaw. I've been in on the fighter and the kids subreddit too much. They're trying to paint this narrative trying to paint a narrative about Izzy about I don't know that say that he's arrogant or that he says this and that and there's so many haters out there if you ever met the dude he's he's a great dude he's not I don't know why it, I remember when it first came out just people were just hating on him and I don't know maybe it's the Aussies all going for all going for Robert Whitaker or what? It's but if you ever met Izzy, he's the best. He's one of the nicest dudes you can meet, and um, he's one of the greatest middleweights of all time in UFC, which is fucking crazy. And all these guys just come out of this camp from City Kickboxing in Auckland, you know, like Eugene. He's done amazing. So that's gonna be. I'm not gonna do picks because. You see what happened with my last picks, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I want all the city kickboxing guys to win. Um, 
So you've got Izzy versus Alex Pereira. And he's a kickboxer, big, big kickboxer from Brazil. But he's, I think it's a good time for Izzy to fight him because he's still very new to UFC. So he hasn't, he got rocked by a guy, Bruno Silva, in his fights and stuff. And Bruno Silva's not even in the top 15 or top 20. So I think, I mean, if Izzy, Izzy knows what he's doing. I don't know if I don't know if we'll see a finish um, I wouldn't be surprised if I don't know Izzy's, Izzy's Jiu Jitsu is actually underrated his takedown defense is one of the best in the UFC and then you've got fucking Chandler versus Dustin Poirier that's going to be epic Michael Chandler I don't think he's ever had a boring fight in the UFC and same same with Poirier actually I don't think he's ever had a boring fight in the UFC he's he leaves it all out there and so does Chandler but I think if Poirier leaves it all out there Chandler's Chandler's quick man and he and he hits hard so I slightly I'm slightly favoring Chandler on that but so you can fade on my picks and you probably make money um, Bailey is coming back. She's fighting Carlos Barza. I think Bailey's just too strong and too aggressive. Uh, she looked amazing in her last fight. Um, yeah. Frankie Edgar against Chris Gutierrez. I think this is Frankie's got a. This is Frankie's retirement, so he's had a great run in the UFC. Um, so I hope, and I just hope it's a good fight. I don't care who wins, to be honest, but shout respect for Frankie's a legend. Dan Hooker back against Claudio Pulez, I think that's how you say his name, Pulez. But yeah, Hooker, Hooker's, people look at Hooker's thing and record in... in last two dudes he fought were both on nine fight win streaks so you've got to take that into account he's always fighting killers i think dan's gonna come a lot stronger and i think he's gonna beat this guy um either by decision or ko brad riddell with renato mccoyno that's an amazing fight uh brad riddell if you've not seen brad riddell fight before it's the same with brad riddell man every fight is a good fight renato mccoyno is not um not an easy fight either well no 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 one in the ufc is easy but this guy's a really good fighter dominic ray's back and molly mccann versus erin blanchfield that's quite a high up there one for the females i think blanchfield's probably gonna take that one out but it should be a good fight because molly mccann is like very aggressive Carolina's back again. I thought she was retired, but I hope she gets a win. And Carlos is at the bottom. So that'll be a good one. I don't know why that is so low on the card, but yeah, that should be a good one. Because especially in light heavyweight, man, you get a lot of knockouts. And yeah, so I'll have to get a day. I'll have to take the whole day off for that. That'll be fucking epic. But yeah, I'm just going to be going for CKB and... um. 
I know Izzy kind of out of all of them. I don't really know the others. Because um, Izzy used to be my coach a few years ago, so. And he's a good dude, so. Yeah. Come on, Izzy, let's get this fucking. I reckon if you get this, you got to say he's the best UFC middleweight of all time. And that's crazy when you think about this guy's come out of New Zealand. Well, it's crazy to think what this whole gym has done in the UFC. Just this one gym. They've got like eight UFC fighters. Um, I think Dan Hooker was maybe the first to come out. And then Shane. And Shane, for his first fight, had to fight Volkanovski, which is absolutely insane. Imagine fight and and it went to decision like Volkanovski couldn't really do anything against him, but I think after that Volkanovski started training at CKB. But yeah, the the whole weekend's going to be good. If you're a UFC fight fan, tune in. I made a couple of videos. I chucked them on the fighter and the kid. Uh, Reddit. I'm on there all the time. Bapa. Um, and if you know the videos that I made, you know that Brendan Schaub says Man Square Guy when he's talking about Madison Square Garden and Man Square Guy. <laughs> Fuck. Let's go, is he? Yeah, so those were my predictions. Um, I think I recorded that on Thursday or Friday last week. And um, it was a great card. The whole card was stacked. Um, my mate Eddie texts me on Friday or Saturday he said come meet me down at Lucky's in Howick to watch it I'll be there at 12 okay so I'm like texting him like are you going there do you need to get picked up what's going on so I stayed home watched, watched the Ulberg fight because um, I just got a streaming thing watched it so first up was the Ulberg fight and he looked really really good um the the guy was getting frustrated you could see the guy was getting frustrated because he was just kind of keeping him on the outside leg kicking him moving away getting out of it and for once joe rogan (laughs) joe rogan was right it was like his leg his leg's compromised and it actually uh his leg looks compromised like the amount of times joe will say that and it's like nothing but um his leg actually did look compromised in that fight and then uh he just hit him with a straight jab and then like straight jab with the left and then a left hook and that um beautiful finish yeah but he's got so much power that guy uh he's gonna be uh fighting higher quality opponent for his next one still don't know about him on the ground though He's a kickboxer, so I don't know why all these guys that fight him want to stand with him, but it was a really, really good performance. I don't think he even got hit by the dude, but um, that was the first fight on the card. So then I'm like, well, fuck, Eddie told me to go to this place, Lucky's. So after that fight, I get dropped off down at Lucky's. I go in, there's like a screen, there's a big screen, and it says like on, on standby and shit. They don't even have the UFC on. So I'm kind of like, fuck, Eddie's not texting me back, he's not even here. There's one table of dudes already here, which I thought, that's cool, they're obviously into UFC. 
And so I thought, fuck it, I can watch it on my phone from here, like watch the prelims on my phone and then the early prelims, and then I'll probably have the prelims on and then the then the main card. Cause, so I went up to the dude. All of my cards fucking didn't work, so I couldn't get a beer. I was like, what the fuck's going on? So I couldn't get a beer. Uh, <laughs> Dude, dude had paid for it the the guy that owns the bar he had paid for uh, the UFC and he was like what the fuck's going on because it's it's live and there's nothing um, so I was like fuck so I just went and sat down and watched it on my on my phone uh, the prelims so I missed the second fight on the early prelims so I caught the third one but yeah I was um and then finally the dude's like yeah air frost machine is working so we're now we've got a beer and so like, okay this is all right then i can sit here wait for eddie and then two o'clock they're gonna have to switch back to sky but i thought fuck if you paid for the shit you get the whole thing but apparently you only get the 4 p.m which is fucked um so so the fight that i did see was Michael Trezano versus Choi Swing Wu. I think that's how you say his name. And that was epic. That was an epic fight. Um, probably should have been fight of the night out of all of them, to be honest. These guys were just... They were just hitting each other with bombs. It only went one round, but it felt like it went for ages. It was 4 minutes 51 in the first round. It stopped. Um, and the last shot was a, was a crazy one. Um definitely if you missed that fight definitely go and rewatch it because that was um that was for me that was probably the best fight of the night you know it was a one rounder but the two of them were just smacking the shit out of each other and then after that you had carolina which i said earlier on last week i thought she'd retired but she's come back and seems like she's come back for good it's not like she's it was impressive display the other chick had pretty nice tits um <laughs> well i'm a man fuck I'm, I'm looking at that shit but carolina's quite hot as well what was really dodgy about this they finished the fucking fight and they're waiting for ages for the judges the note like the judges scorecards and shit gets passed over top of the octagon to bruce buffer and then people are changing it with their pen and that and then Bruce Buffett, like even the commentators like Cormier, Rogan and John Anik were going like, what the hell's going on? I've never seen this. And uh, Bruce Buffett was down by the judges and stuff. They got to sort out some of these judges, man, especially in New York. It's known for having terrible judges. But in, in the end, um, Carolina won 29-28, I think, on all scorecards. But it, that was a good fight and it's good to see her back winning. Um, then they had Frivola versus Ockman Azatar and this was another good fight um, this Azatar guy remember the last time in Abu Dhabi when he climbed out the window with a bag and all that shit I don't know if anyone remembers that but that, that's the guy so Matt Frivola he's with Ray Longo with like Al Jermaine and all those guys so I thought Ockman Azatar was going to spark him out opposite happened and um he hit him with a fucking shot mate that was an and so we're already on the undercard 
early prelims. We've already had three first round knockouts in the early, out of five fights in the early prelims. So luckily, I did watch them all. Um, because the dude still hadn't got anything going, the stream going. So yeah, after that, um, fucking Eddie still hadn't shown up. He's not answering any of my texts, calling him. Cunt's not answering. So I was in the toilets and then um, just telling this dude about the fights and he's like, oh, you're going to come sit with us. He had a, a shirt on, dying fetus. And I thought, anyone that's got a shirt on that says dying fetus, <laughs> dying fetus is a good cunt. So I'm like, yep, I'll come sit with you. Because it, it's just better than sitting by yourself. And then I went down, sat to them. All good cunts. They're in a metal band called uh, Parasitic Infestation. So if you're into your metal, local boys as well, local from Howick. Um, it, it's a, it's all on Spotify. So if you if you're into their, if you're into that kind of metal, it's uh, it's heavy. Like I'd, I'd probably say death metal maybe, but I don't know death or black metal. Like you got your blast beats and stuff. Really good musicians. Really good drummer. Um, they've got a song here called DDT I think that's a Diamond Dallas Page thing but yeah they're, they're, they've got cool uh, graphics for their names and stuff you just can't understand what it says but it looks cool but yeah Parasitic Infestation so if you're into your metal go check out those boys because uh, they're fucking legends bunch of good cunts I had a great time with them at the UFC so definitely um shout out to those boys and thank you for for asking us to come sit with you um all into the same kind of shit so it was it was just easy um what else what what would we go straight to the fucking so well it's we're still on early prelims oh yeah and then but fucking okay so <laughs> lucky's sports bar it's it's all right man it's all right like there's a couple of things that i'll say were good about it it's good they got spates swapper crates um available i think the jugs were quite cheap so the, it wasn't too bad big screen tv so and they've got tvs all over so people different sitting at different angles you've always got a tv four pool tables which was pretty epic probably didn't have enough seats in the end because um if you go out like guys were going out for a vape or going in the toilet or going to get a beer you come back and someone's taking your chair i mean where's the fucking manners you you go you go up to someone and you go hey is anyone sitting here no or yes there is you don't just go take the fucking chair so there was no manners going on that's the only it's a bad thing though i mean it kind of fucked out quite a few times and it was wasn't as smooth but i'll give it to the dude like it was just him working by himself so he did a great job in terms of that um the place is not amazing but it, it's if you want to go watch ufc it's it's good you know it doesn't you just want to go and and watch it basically that's all you need you need a fucking alcohol a toilet and a tv and that's what it's got so <laughs> it's got a pokies and there's some fucking I don't know what's up with your life when fucking Sunday 11, 12, 1 
You're going down a lucky sports bar to use the pokies and going home straight after. Mate, you got to go speak to someone like Mike King or something. Sort your, sort your life out because that's, uh, that's not a good life. Um, but yeah, shout out to the dude because, I mean, he had a lot of fuck-ups, but he sorted it all out. And we didn't have the fucking same situation that I did in Brisbane when the TV shut off when... Ben Askren got kneed in the head. The TV shut off, and then we went back on, and all of a sudden we're like, oh, it's over. The fastest knockout in UFC history. Oh, we just missed it. So shout out to the dude behind the bar, because he did a pretty good job. There's only about four or five chicks in total at the bar. Uh, at the bar. So if, if you want to pick up chicks, probably not the best place to go. Lucky sports bar. Okay, Andre Petrowski versus Wellington Turman. That was pretty even. Um, well, I thought it was pretty even. They say 30 27, 30 27. Blanchard versus McCann. That was, uh, that was pretty brutal, man. She got her in some crucifix positions, and she's just. Crucifix, basically, we got. She's controlling one arm with her with her arms and basically her other arm is locked into her leg so she can't move and then she's in the middle where Blanchard can just punch and like elbow her and at least she she's tough Molly like I thought that she tapped a couple of times to be honest but I can't remember what ref they had for that one but yeah um, that was quite there's quite a little bit difference in class there. Like that Erin Blanchfield, she, she she's way better on the ground than McCann. And in the end, she tapped to a submission. And that was first round as well. So we've got four first round finishes already. Now then we bring out Ryan Span versus Dominic Reyes. So if I actually say what I put money on, I put money on Blanchfield, Ryan Span and Brad Riddell and Whaley Zhang and Izzy that was what I actually put money on those four I think Blanchfield was only, wasn't paying that much but uh, Ryan Spann was an underdog which I thought $2.80 that's good money and it's $5 for the knockout so yeah he, that was a brutal one another brutal loss for Dominic Reyes he got knocked out in the first round and it looked like he hit the back of his head at first but I don't think he did but yeah Reyes is he's on a bad decline he's he's getting stopped by everyone next up was Brad Riddell and um my favorite Brad Riddell fight to watch was Brad Riddell versus, uh, fuck, I forgot the other dude's name now. Um, he's like, uh, he's kind of like a handsome dude, but he, he, he's, he's well, well ranked. What was it? Drew Dober. So that was, uh, that Brad Riddell fight versus Drew Dober was my favorite Brad Riddell fight. That was an epic fight. And he was 10-1 and one at that time. So he's lost three in a row now, but they've all been hard opponents like Rafael Fiziev, Jalen Turner, Renato Makano. These guys are not easy opponents. Well, there's no one easy in the UFC. 
But these guys are not easy opponents for anyone in the UFC in that weight class. Um, I think you're going to see Fazeev or Turner get into the top five soon and, and maybe get close to that title shot. So he lost by first round um, submission, rear naked choke. So disappointing, disappointing. But I think, you know, his kickboxing's top class. His He probably knows that he needs to work on his jiu-jitsu. Um, so, you, so one, two, three, four, five, six first round finishes already now we're on to the main card first first um, fight on the main card Dan Hooker versus Claudio Pulis and everyone wants to see Hooker get back into a win man like he he's a legend New Zealand legend he's got the Kiwi as accent like you, you can never find a more Kiwi accent than Dan Hooker and uh, he's fighting against a guy who's from Peru. Everyone knows that people from Peru, like what I've found is, like I used to hook up with this chick from Peru. She was actually quite hot. But I also found that chicks from Peru or people from Peru, it's easy to tell them apart from other South American countries because their faces around her. Like if you see someone from Peru, they've got like a round face. You can even say that's that's from Peru. This guy there is fighting, he didn't really have that round face, but yeah, I remember that Peruvian chick, like, it was awesome, because she used to, she used to live in Aussie, and she used to come over here to work and stuff, so she'd, she'd get a hotel and food, so like, I'd go stay at a hotel with her, Ruta, like, give her the old, um, the old Hayden Brown, the old 16 minutes, you know, put the put a, something in the but in the microwave, put it on defrost, 16 minutes. That's my time, you know? Four minutes of foreplay, four minutes of, you know, eating each other out or dick sucking, four minutes of fucking missionary, four minutes of another position, and then you come. And it always works for chicks, like, they fucking loved it. And... <laughs> Nah, but it was good because I'd get a hotel room. She she had a thing for dinner, so she paid me for dinner. And I was being used, and I was like, um, being used is like a whore, and I, and I enjoyed that. But anyway, let's get back to the UFC. I digest. Um, yeah, so this dude, I don't know if you saw the fight. <laughs> it was lucky that they had no nonsense Keith Peterson as the referee. Claudio Pulis, the Peruvian, he had a um, bit of a foot fetish. I think he was like, you think about those OnlyFans, those guys that are paying the fucking OnlyFans for foot fetishes and stuff. Probably him. That's where his UFC thing goes. But lucky Keith Peterson wasn't taking any of this shit, and he keeps standing him up. I would have liked to see Dan win it by like a head kick KO or like knock him out, but he he got the knockout. That massive applause at Lucky's after that as well that was awesome um so yeah with the front teeth front teeth you hit that right in the right spot kind of like front teeth you can either use it to push your push the guy back or you can kind of jab him and one of the dudes that's out with is he um I've seen him on a few of this Ash Ash told me that he's like he's fucking jabbed them with your foot it hurts more than actually trying to push them and that's exactly what Dan did to him. 
and no nonsense keith peterson stopped it fucking good cheers dan hooker back in the winning column no nonsense keith peterson still the best ref in the game <laughs> no nah, actually mike mark godden and herb dana the three of them are all good so then you got chris gutierrez against frankie edgar and yeah if i was going to bet well it's easy to say this now but i actually did bet on this gutierrez i thought it was I didn't think Frankie was going to win. It's just, it's kind of passed it a three, three or four fights ago. His chin's gone. This guy hit him with a knee, Sanhagen him, and it was quick, man. I didn't see it coming. I, I actually chatting and I missed it. Then we had a fucking fight of the night: Poirier versus Chandler. Both legends. Um, they hate each other, it seems. But um, there's a couple of things from Chandler that. Like, I thought Chandler was a good dude because he's adopted this kid and all that. And I, I had a respect for him, but, you know, like, eye-gouging and then there's something else that he did that... He did something else illegal in the fight. And so, yeah. Because you can clearly see it. It's all over the internet. Like, fish-hooking or eye-gouging. So there's no need for fucking that in the UFC, man. So Poirier got the submission in the third round on that one. Whaley Zhang versus Carlos Sparta. Um, everyone pretty much knew what was going to happen here. She's too big. She's too strong. I don't know if you watched it during the week. She went and picked up Francis Ngannou like he was nothing. She's this tiny little Chinese girl and she can pick him up. And he's like 290 pounds. Carla, she's a good fighter. She's been in there, but like... She won the bout basically because nothing happened in the last one. So it was always going to be a tough fight for her and Whaley just goes out and she's dominated. So I think, I don't think, I think Whaley actually keeps the bout now for a while. I think if she has a rematch with Rose, I think she'll beat her. But yeah. Then we get to the big one, man. And, um... I'm at the bar, I'm at Lucky's, and I, I'm a few beers down, and I'm nervous. Like, I can't believe, like, I'm not usually nervous for Izzy fights, even if I've had nothing to drink. And I had a few beers, and I was still fucking nervous, like, fucking nervous. And, and it was just so epic, it was such a big occasion to realise, to realise sort of, how far he's come because I look at it and everyone like he's he's on the billboards of New York and and all this shit he's doing all these talk shows and all these people know him like Drake texts him all the time Drake and it's crazy but yeah you don't really I I think it's it's yeah I've you probably see, you probably get fed up with now and then because everywhere you go, people want your autograph, your photos, this kind of shit. But he always handles these kind of situations well, and he did. Like, he walked out and everything, and I was like, because I'm thinking, fuck, I'm nervous just watching this shit. Imagine being in that situation where you've got this massive crowd there watching you. You know, it's probably. There's probably more people going for Izzy, actually, in that crowd. So, maybe 60,000. So, you've got 40,000 people going for you, and but you've also got 20,000 people there that 
want to see you lose or want to see you get knocked out, which is crazy when you think about that. And and then you've got all the coaches and stuff and all the teammates watching backstage and it's such there's nothing better than the UFC I think in terms of sports thing like I like sports I like all sports but yeah this was epic this was fucking epic but unfortunately it didn't go um, kind of sucks it's like fifth round he was winning most of the round I thought it could either be 2-2 or 3-1 to Izzy and, and and then he was winning that round and he just got caught up against the cage yeah and it, um, that's fighting though that's fighting that shit can happen it was like Usman it's like you can be winning the whole time and and it happens but it's I'm not like if you if you're you got to give respect to Adesanya for the way he's fought when he's had the title. He's been active all the time. He's not turning anyone down. He fights anyone. You know, before that, we had people that were always injured or they'd be an interim bout or they'd sign a thing or he didn't want to fight this guy because of that and this kind of shit. As he just takes on whoever's there, beats them, takes on, oh, there's no one there, so I'll just fight the same guys again. So, I mean, don't go out and gloat if you... Because you're not an Alex Pereira fan. If you're an Alex Pereira fan, go and congratulate him. Otherwise, don't go and on Izzy's thing and talk shit because you don't like Izzy. You know, um, just be just don't, don't be a dickhead. Don't don't cheer for somebody to lose. Just because, or like if you're a Whitaker Whitaker fans are all cheering because Izzy lost now. But but your guy didn't win. Whitaker didn't win. He lost two to Izzy. So why are you cheering? You know? Anyway, it's disappointing. Uh, he's still a legend. He will be back. I think he will get the belt back if they have a rematch. They've got to have a rematch. It's his first ever loss at middleweight. Dude just puts it all in line. And he took... He actually took the loss better than I thought. And But yeah, it's fucking New Zealand legend. And... Yeah. Uh, he will be back so that's all for the UFC I'm going to do some more stuff I'll put a few of my um, do some funny songs and shit like Desiree P- might put a few of my prank calls on um, the end here stuff that some maybe some new listeners haven't heard because um, I was talking about my trip to India the other day I might chuck that on here so um, cheers thanks for listening yeah, I love music. It's great. Yeah. Just listen to it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so something that gets me in a good mood, and hopefully it does for the listeners. Um, what should we call them? I'll come up with a name for the listeners. Can't call them the brownies or something. I don't know. No, that's too shit. Um, Desiree, life. Always gets me in a good mood. It's, I like the song, but the lyrics are terrible. Like, this is the... 
This is the chorus. Life, oh life, oh life, oh life, do, 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 do. Life, oh life, oh life, oh life, do, 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 do. You know, it's it's catchy. I'll say that. Um, but it's not it's not the easiest measure. You know, come up with some lyrics to you. What's the chorus going to be? Life, oh life, oh life, do, do, do. Fuck yeah, we've got to hit there. Now, Desiree, all I need to you to do is come up with the verses and uh, we'll chuck some music on the back of it. great song but then you've got to it always cracks me up with the lyrics i'm afraid of the dark especially when i'm in a park and there's no one else around or i get the shivers i don't want to see a ghost that's a sight that i fear most I'd rather have a piece of toast and watch the evening news like at least it rhymes it remind, it's better than touche versus snipes but i mean they're not great lyrics are they Do, 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 do. Superstitious girl, I'm the worst in the world. Never walk under ladders. I keep a rabbit's tail. I'll take you up on a dare. Anytime, anywhere. Name the place, I'll be there. Bungee jumping, I don't care. I'll take you up on a dare. Bungee jumping, I don't care. Fucking love it. I love it. You can't just come up with these lyrics. It's got to be years and years of songwriting. Life for life. 
Life. Oh, life. Um, so I've been trying to get into accents and stuff. So I've got this one. This is a video of Asians doing Christopher Walken impressions. And they're very good. And I don't know why um why they're all Asian. But... <laughs> They're spot on. I mean, good for you. Ah, mine shit. I gotta read. I'll, I'll try do a few. <laughs> the pauses. The fuck. So I'll go back to the impressions. Um, Christopher Walken. I'm gonna try and get it good. This podcast. It probably still. This watch. I got here. It was purchased by your great grandfather. <laughs> fuck. That's terrible. <laughs> Sounds like fucking. It sounded like Mark Wahlberg. It was supposed to find your great grandfather. It sounded like Irish or something. This watch. In a little general store. Oh, fuck. In a little general store in Knoxville, Tennessee. What you gotta do is you gotta. In, watch. It's a pauses. The pauses come at a different time. That sounds a little bit more like walking, doesn't it? So pauses, they come at a different time. Still not very good, but I'm going to keep it on the recording to show how hard it is to do an accent. These pauses, they just come. Ah, fuck. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to... This watch was given to... Ah, fucking hell, I'm, I'm totally out of it. Thank you for calling. Yeah, hey, mate. Um, I got the mailer from you guys yes. in my letterbox. Uh-huh. And um, on page 21, okay, yes. you've got the men's, like, fragrances. Okay, which one? Um, well, I was just a little bit concerned because in the middle of the page, there's, like, a picture of, like, a like a black dude in a boat. Actually, I don't have the catalogue with me. Just hold on a second, I'll grab the catalogue. Yeah. You there? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Nautica Blue Sail, 100ml? Yeah, it's got like a guy sitting on the boat. He's like looking towards the camera. Yes, yes. He's got like pink shorts on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, well, basically what happened, bro, is I left the catalogue on my kitchen table on that page 
And my wife came home and saw it. Yeah. And she's taken the kids with her. She's left. She's left me, and she's taken the two kids. Gone to move back in with her parents. Oh. Yeah. So like, I got two kids. I got an eight-year-old son called Javontis. And I've got a six-year-old daughter called Shanene, and she's taken both of them with her because she saw that picture, and she thought, "Oh, he's back to back to his old stuff again." Oh, um, sorry to hear that, but uh, uh, if you can, you can um, contact the head office because it's basically not us who print catalog; uh, it's from the head office. Okay, because cause basically what happened, bro, is a couple of years ago I hooked up with a guy that looks a little bit like this dude. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but obviously he's got a different haircut. But um, he's also got pink shorts as well, and she saw that and thought, ah, oh, you know? Because, yeah, because um, you guys put it in my letterbox. Like, I, it wasn't me who went looking for it. Yeah, yeah, I can understand, but um, that's what I'm saying. You can uh, contact the head office. Dr. Bhagavan Antle, B-H-A-G-A-V-A-N, Antle, A-N-T-L-E, Dr. Bhagavan Antle. I am the director of the Myrtle Beach Safari and the Rare Species Fund. And Speaking of incredible animals, joining us is the founder of... So, I'm Hayden Brown. H-A-Y-D-E-N-B-R-O-W-N. Hayden Brown. Dad was in there er earlier today, and um, he said yep. that he said that someone called him a bumpkin. Do you know what what, what it was regarding? No. Nah. Okay. Um. Let me. That's a hard one. Let me just transfer to. Dad was in there earlier today, and someone called him a bump, blumpkin. And, and what? Somebody called. I, I don't know what a blumpkin is, mate. What's that? It's uh, well, when he came home, he asked me what's a blumpkin, and because he said someone down at Bunnings had called him that. So I knew what it was, and I thought, oh, it's kind of offensive. Which, which which part of Bunnings were you after? I uh, know, I was just I was just wanting to know about because um, 
Yeah, you know what a you don't know what a blumpkin what, is. What, what Yeah. Okay. Have you? Yeah, I've heard of it. That's why I was. Have you I, heard of it? I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Never done yeah. it. Never done it. But. What's 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 it supposed to mean? Um. When when you taking a shit and someone gives you a blowjob. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was just wondering right. what, what was going on down there. Well, I, I have no idea, mate, no idea. I don't know who it was that your, your father spoke to, but, um, or where it was, or what it was in reference to, or what the rest of the conversation was, but... Yeah. I don't know, I can't really help you, mate. Yeah. Well, it's not a... Yeah. It's all good, mate. I just think with COVID and stuff, we should no, wait. Anything else like that? <laughs> nah, it's all good, oh, but... mate, I've had enough of it. Yeah, 100%. Okay, all right, mate. <laughs> Take care, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. I'm a fag nigga, fuck me in a Tesla Nigga rubbing on my thighs with some ketchup Bitch, I'm gay, so you know that I am next up I got dildos, I got lube, what you want, son? My dick small, you act like you ain't noticed Put my dick inside his mouth, he started choking That dick in me, bro, that shit got me moaning Yes, I'm gay, and my sister with that whole shit Bitch, I'm twerking Dick up in my butt, that shit be hurting, hurting Nigga fuck me, then he close the curtains Dick up in my kidney, got me tweaking And I be fucking niggas like all weekend Yeah, bro, yo dick, that shit bigger than my cousins I might fuck my dad's, I got my just fuck my cousin Dick up in my ass, bro, that shit just got me coming And I just fucked a little nigga Jimmy with my husband I was topping, gave him head, he stole my wallet Bitch, I'm gay, so you know I gotta keep a dildo I was straight, suck a nigga gay, you know I'm hoeing You ain't never felt two dicks in your ass, you lying I'm a fag, nigga, fuck me in a Tesla Nigga rubbing on my thighs with some ketchup Bitch, I'm gay, so you know that I am next up I got dildos, I got lube, what you want, son? My dick small, you act like you ain't noticed Put my dick inside his mouth, he started choking That dick in me, bro, that shit got me moaning Guess I'm gay, and my sister with that whole shit I was just a young nigga twerking And I said every day, yeah, I be gaying if I pull up on you, this come gon' be spraying, spraying. Shoot it at your face or on your main bitch. So they on the avenue. I'm a thought, no average dude. If you nut up on me, boy, you know I'm just gon' lick it, boo. Sister always touching me, you know she gotta get this loop. Please don't ask me if I date them girls, I only date them dudes. I'm gay, I thought you knew, yeah. I'ma give you head, watch me pull up. I'ma pull up with the, with the crew, yeah. My dick's small, so it's just us plus two cocks.